days in prayer, and today is day 15 of 21. So we're over. Uh, for those of you who have been on that journey, well done. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Uh, you're over halfway through, and, um, and I hope that uh, throughout the 21 days uh, in this journey that you've just been blessed by uh, the devotional booklet that was put together and by what God is doing uh, in your personal life. And so throughout the four weeks of 21 days, we've been just speaking about different topics on prayer and on uh, the Holy Spirit. And uh, today is week three. And in week one, we looked at uh, we looked at walking obediently with the Holy Spirit. We looked at walking with the Trinity and touched on that. And we also looked at walking in the truth. And the truth in the context of the verse we had that morning was that the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of God is with us and the Spirit of God is in us. Who can say amen to that this morning? And then last week in week two, we looked at uh, certain things that the Holy Spirit brings with him. Because you know, when the Holy Spirit comes, uh, He comes with, uh, He doesn't come in one dimension or one dimension, but He comes with a whole lot of uh, other gifts. And so we looked at how the Holy Spirit comes and He brings joy. Who can use a bit of joy every morning? We looked at how the Holy Spirit comes and He brings the anointing. Oh, to be anointed as we walk through our week. And we looked at how the Holy Spirit comes and brings boldness. And so my hope is that throughout uh, the past week, you've been able to find a renewed sense of joy and boldness as you've been under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because who knows this morning that uh, what we say on a Sunday and what we kind of learn on a Sunday is never intended to stay here, but is intended to be applied to our everyday lives uh, in the world around us. And so if you missed any of those, um, jump online to the app uh, and have a listen to that throughout the week. And this morning I want to share uh, with you three quick thoughts uh, that I believe can take our prayer times uh, to another level. Who wants to take their prayer time to a fresh level? And uh, I want to share three points that I, I believe uh, will really help you because this gift that we have of being able to communicate with God in prayer uh, is something that can be unique to everyone and can take a different form for everyone. You know, it, within our prayer booklet, we've been able to go on an amazing journey where we're all agreeing together, where we're all praying together, and we're all praying in unison for the church in New Zealand. We're all praying in unison for the community that God has placed us in. We're all praying in, in unison for breakthrough, for healing. But on an individual level, you may connect in prayer through so many other forms. For me, it's worship. For you, it may be solitude. For others, it's being out in creation and enjoying what God has created and seeking Him in prayer there. And whatever form that you find works best for you to communicate with God, I believe that these three points uh, this morning can help you uh, in your prayer life. Because I know that they've helped me, uh, not just in my prayer life, but also in my personal relationship with God, the Father. My personal relationship with God, the Holy Spirit. And my personal relationship with Jesus Christ, 
the Son. And so my prayer is that uh, it will be something that you can apply, uh, which will then bring growth to your personal relationship with God over the next weeks. So if you're taking notes this morning, the first point is simply this. Stop and be still. Stop and be still. And it doesn't mean stop praying. It doesn't mean stop worshipping. You know, the word stop means to finish doing something that you were doing. To finish doing something that you were doing. And I think this is something that's become uh, more difficult in the fast-paced, busy, uh, instant kind of society and world that we live in today. You know, it's all go, 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 go. Has anyone ever felt like that before? Kind of go. And it just doesn't seem to stop for, uh, for some people. It becomes prolonged, and then the concern is that uh, at times, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to people who have just gone from one crisis to the next crisis to the next crisis and to the next crisis, one after the other. Constantly praying on the go. Praying on the go. And so this morning's first point is to just stop. Think about what that means in your life. To just stop everything and to be still. You know, Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. And I put, the, I put the stop sign on the PowerPoint because that's a concept we all understand. Not only is it a concept we all understand, it is something that we see every day. And you know, unless you come to a complete stop, you actually can't be still. Unless you come to a complete stop, you can't be still. So the question I want us all to ask ourselves this morning is how well do I stop doing and thinking about everything that's going on, about everything that's happening, everything I'm doing in my life and in your life, just so we can be still in our time with God. And in your notes, you've got a letter A underneath that point. And it's for this lesson. The lesson here is to intentionally make time to stop, just to be still with your God. It's funny how often we can go through life scheduling every other activity, except the time to stop and pray and be still with God challenge you to check your calendar when you get home. Check it on your phone. See what you've got booked in. Intentionally make time to stop. A regular time a week where you're not just uh, reading a devotion or where you're not just praying, but where you're just still.
Now I believe that when we're able to stop and shift our focus completely onto God, that it's at that point that we might be able to fully sit still in His presence and be ministered through the Holy Spirit. And the ministry of the Holy Spirit into your life personally, the ministry of the Holy Spirit into you, is the best kind of ministry that you could ever get. And then once you've come to a stop, our second point this morning is to wait. Oh man, who likes to wait for anything these days? It's all so instant. It's all so fast. Fast food, fast internet. You know, we had um, we have some funny uh, conversations with our girls. Uh, I recall with Amy, probably more often than the other two, uh, where they would, you know, they would ask you a question. Go, daddy, 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 daddy. And before I've even turned around to answer, they've kind of left and gone on to the next thing. I was trying to work out if they learned that from me or, but I, 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 did they? Uh, Debbie's saying they learned it from me. And it kind of makes me wonder, man, how am I ever like that with God? Where I come seeking after God. Waiting. But then I've just got tired of waiting. I've got impatient. And I've moved on to the next thing before God is dealt with the now thing. We've become so impatient. Everything is so fast and we need everything ready now and we want it done by the time that we need it as quickly as possible. You know, in so many areas of our lives, we want growth now. We want to see change now. We want results now. I thought, man, that's kind of interesting. So I had a look at some scenarios just down in, in Scripture. And, you know, with every, with every scenario that I could find of God moving instantly, with every scenario that I could find with God moving suddenly, before that point, there was a whole lot of steady going on. There was a whole lot of steadfast going on. There was a whole lot of waiting, seeking, and then suddenly God moves. But it's almost as if we wait too long uh, for anything that it becomes to, begins to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, the biggest fear for most of us is that it begins to, to feel a little bit out of our control. It's a little bit beyond what we're comfortable letting go of. And I believe that when we're able to just wait on God and understand that, in fact, the waiting is just as important as the breakthrough, 
when something shifts in our spirit. Especially when it comes to waiting on God and on the things of God. You know, Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. And so the lesson here for point B uh, in your notes is don't move on before it's time to move on. Don't move on before it's time to move on. When you feel like you're done, when you stop and you're waiting and you feel like you're done, press in a little longer. When you stop and you're waiting and you're feeling a little bit tired, wait. Wait until you feel like your spirit's rising on wings of eagles. Wait until you feel like you can run and not grow weary. Wait until you feel like you can walk and not faint. And then wait some more. And wait some more. And wait again until you feel your spirit just be encouraged and filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Until you feel the anointing of God come upon you. Wait until you feel like something has changed and shifted in your spirit. You know, if nothing changes, just open up your heart and ask God, Lord, speak. If nothing changes, open up your heart and ask God, God, move. God, remove everything that is a barrier that is blocking me from an anointing and from a fresh outpouring of your Holy Spirit. You know what that's called? I believe that's called expectation. That we come to God with expectation. So we do that and then we wait some more. And then finally this morning, listen. Jesus says in John 10, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So church, we need to be hearers of the voice of God. So lesson C for this point is listen out for his voice. Not necessarily an audible voice, but hearers of his spiritual voice, hearers of his spiritual promptings, hearers of his spiritual guidance, able to sense his presence and peace. Hearers of God's conviction and God's correction. Hearers of God's yes and amen and God's no, not that way. 
because it's His voice that leads us to fulfill His perfect will in our lives. It's His perfect will that brings the fulfillment in our lives and the outworking of our purpose. And it's our purpose that brings glory to God because of our obedience to His voice. Amen. And if there's one thing that I know for sure in my life, it's that with all the social, political, economical, and spiritual noise that is running rampant in our society, I want to be sure that the one voice I can hear through all of that noise is the voice of God. And I believe that one way one of the ways that we can achieve that is by stopping to be still. It's by waiting on God and by listening for His voice. So I'm just going to pray for us this morning. And then we're going to have Julius come and, and minister to us in song. Before we close the service, by stopping and waiting and listening. Believing with expectation that God is going to move. Amen. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your awesome presence that's, that's here now. And Lord, we just pray that in our lives you would speak a fresh revelation, pour out a fresh anointing. Lord, that you may stir our hearts. Stir us up to make time to stop. Lord, that you will push us beyond our comfort zones as we wait. And Father God, as we do that, that we would hear your voice. that everything we do in our lives will bring glory to your mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, why don't we welcome Julius this morning as he comes to minister. We are so blessed by the message this morning. I really believe that this is a message from the heart of the Father. Our first event, just before we sing it, I really believe that the Lord is speaking to us, not only to be hearers of the word, but to become doers of the word. And it is so vital for Christians to spend time waiting on the Lord, 
you be still. In Matthew 6, Jesus actually teaches us how not to pray before He teaches us how to pray. And He says, when you pray, but pray like this. Come in and shut the door and meet with your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. He loves a church that will wait on Him. He loves the people that will seek Him more than they will seek anyone or anything else. So if you don't mind, just keep your eyes closed for a moment. It was such a blessing, Pastor Seth. Just the word that you brought, it is so in line with what we ministered this week, to be still, to wait. To practice the presence. To practice the presence of God. Come on, let's just stand as we uh, worship this morning.
so much. 